Welcome, Footy for Two. I am Solomon Dubner. I am Stephen Dubner. Proud father. I don't know why I'm so proud. Uh, I'm proud of you, though. You're a good son. I like you. you. I like you. You know who we are proud of? Um, Football Club Barcelona, who just reached our fifth consecutive Copa del Rey final. Ah, congratulations. After dispatching Valencia. Gosh, that seems like a long time ago, the Valencia match, because today was, do you say Getafe or Getafe? No, Getafe. Getafe? Hard G? Because that's not what, um, who's the one who's not? Um, Ray. Phil? Phil Shane? Yeah, Phil says Hitafe. I like Phil Shane, but I don't really. It's not that good. <laughs> Nothing against him. Now, is it true? Tell me if this is true. And if this is true, it's hard to believe it's true. Do the BN Sports commentators watch the match yes, from a studio in, in Florida? Florida. <laughs> they do. They do. Um, I mean, I, get, I, I see why, because then you can do a lot of matches in one week yeah. without traveling, but isn't that isn't that weird? Yeah, you seem to accept it. it. I've known it for a while. And being sports, I think in America they're pretty low budget. Mm-hmm. In other countries, they're like the big sports network. Yeah, but not in America. So in other countries, other countries that broadcast, it, I assume they're out of the game. Like they're the like. They're just not that big in America. I'm guessing. I would like to know. Maybe we should do a podcast on this topic. I'd like to interview the people who are responsible for the production. I'd I'd like like to interview Ray Hudson. Well, okay. So we could do this all by interviewing Ray. So why don't you work on? Why don't you make a note to yourself? Uh, Try to get Ray for the show. That'd be a lot of fun. And I'm curious to know: Do they have, for instance, some eyes and ears there to feed them information about what's going on? I assume so. Producers who are. But don't you think it's kind of weird that you're... I read it in an article a while ago, and no, they live in Florida. They're in Florida. Well, speaking of Florida, speaking, of I Florida. will not. We will not be recording next week, as I will be at a Jewish convention in Florida, in Orlando, with eighty-five degree weather. Beautiful. <laughs> hey, it's like sixty-two today here in New York. Yeah, First day above very, thirty very in a rain, long time. Very rainy though. Yeah, but I went for a run in the rain. I hate running. And you hate but I rain? still went for a run. Just and I don't like the rain. Eh, the rain's fine. Fifi hates the rain. But I'll tell you, just to be outdoors with the weather above thirty degrees for all of those of you who are listening in warm weather zones, appreciate it. New York's been. It's been a. I mean, not a bad, not that bad a winter. Just long. You know what and they say. Consistent. You know what they say. Uh, don't Global tell warming me. is fake. They're right. <laughs> That's what they say. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Um, what's going on in the world of football today? Other than okay, so t- so Wait, I just want to make an observation. Yeah. Could my comment just now? Be my own personal Lady Doritos moment. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you didn't say Lady Doritos. No, it can't really be because it's no too one cares common. About me. No one cares about you, A. Yeah. And B, a lot of people have. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I've noticed an interesting. For this episode, I do believe in global warming. So I've noticed no an interesting parallel, about. though, among um, some Trump haters, which, um, you know, I, I, pay, I try to not pay that much attention to politics because it's frustrating. And because I have other things to do, you don't like him. You just try to be very neutral. Oh, Trump himself—it's complicated. No, I don't. I don't like him, um, but I think that you uh, hate him. I, I, I don't hate people. You know, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But here's here's a, a interesting parallel I've noted. When someone like Trump says, "Hey, global warming can't be real because it got really cold uh, this past year." Yeah. During or, or look at how bad the snow is, or you know, <clears throat> uh, you have one or two cold days during the summer. When people say that, when someone like him says that, critics will rightly say, "Well, weather is not the same as climate. Just because you have a couple warm or a couple cold days yeah. doesn't mean that a, a, a much larger trend doesn't exist." And yet, <laughs> you know, Trump's been bragging about the stock market. I've I've 
probably bored you to tears for years talking about how little the president actually affects yeah. the economy generally and, and the stock market. Not, not, it doesn't not, the president doesn't not affect the economy somewhat, but it's much, much less. Anyway, Trump's been bragging a lot about how great the economy is and how great the stock market is. And indeed, the stock market has been on this hellacious tear pretty much since Trump was elected. Then this last week, there was a massive downturn. What's Didn't called? he blame Obama or am I getting my facts Bla- Did he blame Obama? No. I for what? The stock market. I feel like I heard What do you mean that? blame him for the For market? going down. This time? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I, I just got used to it. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, this past week, over the last seven or eight days, the stock market um, fell a lot. Uh, 10%, more than 10%, which is officially what they call a correction, meaning, you know, the market is corrected from a high where it shouldn't have been. Anyway, so now, <laughs> now a lot of people who ridiculed Trump for saying those same kind of stupid things about weather versus climate are saying the same things about Trump yeah. versus the stock market, which is yeah. you see, you <laughs> see, it's it's Donald Trump. Everybody hates him so much, that, which is crazy in two directions, because A, it's probably he probably has nothing to do with it. And B, if that's your argument, then what about the 30% increase before the 10% fall? In other words, there's a lot of stupid out there. Yeah. And I like yeah. to know that we're contributing to it by making this uh, Anyone can make a podcast. podcast. Anyone can make a podcast. <laughs> uh, I disagree. There's an old episode of Family Guy. Yeah. Before you banned me from watching it, yeah. because it makes me a terrible person, story <laughs> for another day, where Peter was talking about, Peter was talking about how he, he had a podcast. Peter and, did? Yeah. And Peter's his, podcast? Yeah. And it was him naming hats. And it was him naming as many hats he could think of. And at one point, it's like, I think that's all the hats. I thought it was really fun. Speaking um, of stupidity. Wait, when you say naming the hats, you mean? Naming every kind of hat he could think of. So he's not giving it d- different hats names that no, he thinks would be. He just thinks, names any hat that pops into his head. How like, many hats can you name? No, that's many. One he thought it was college douchebag wearing a pizza box on his head hat. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't it's have thought of that show. one. It's a great show. Great show, apparently. All right, carry on. Can I say douchebag on air? I think I just um, did. I think you did, yeah. Wait, it's a pretty, wait I'm going to, we cursed in the last episode. Word. Yeah. So let's see if we have the explicit next to us on iTunes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't invite the E. The E's I'm not just good curious. for you. Do you have any, oh, let me see. I'm sorry to make you guys listen to me searching up stuff on the internet, but I'm just so curious because it'll be really releasing my rebel side. Do you, do you have any E episodes for no, economics? No, we, we intentionally, uh, we try to avoid the Do you have e's. any LD episodes? What's Lady LD Doritos? <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that down. So anyway, speaking of stupidity, mm-hmm. Real Madrid. Uh, this again? I thought you were maturing. I did too, but no. So, as you know, first I will say Barca had a bad weekend. We do you know with Getafe, they didn't play well. Coutinho and Nibali, I think are going to take time to adapt. I think they'll be did you think that Barca didn't play well? Overall? We did not. We did not. Mm. Well, I watched some, so I can weigh in if you want me to weigh in. But I'll after I weigh wait in. till you ask me. Yari Mina had his first start. Mm-hmm. Um, in What'd you think? He had good moments and bad moments. His defending did not seem that good. That was what I thought. Um, he looked good on the ball. I liked how much he got it. I think in the end he'll be nothing more than a solid backup center back. How, he's six a, four or five. Six five. He, he's nice to have in the box for headers. Yeah. He had a good. He had a good almost goal. Yeah. On header. Chances, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're still seven points of Atletico. Can I? We gotta you, win the league. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, from what I saw, it looked like they weren't very uh, good or cohesive, in part because there were a lot of new parts. So, Yerimina was there for yeah. injury and for suspension, uh, right, injury and suspension. Inye was playing center back for times. Right. So there were guys who were kind of out of position, and then Paco, additionally, Alcacer was there. Why was Alcacer so, there? I don't know. 
Um, and then also Dembele coming in at halftime or after halftime. I have to say, Dembele looked. He's rusty. Very rusty. He was losing balls all over the place. But anyway, here's my question. Would you have done essentially um, a similar personnel arrangement had you been Valverde? And here's why I'm thinking. You're crushing the league. You, you're now in the Copa final. So you've got, a, um, you've got to measure your energy. You're in the Champions League still. So you've got to measure your energy. And you're trying to get people back in rotation, including new people. So was this the right game to take all those risks? Well, risks if on? we go position, like each part of the field, I think obviously Tristegna makes sense. The back four was not our strongest back four by any means, but he had no other options. Literally, the, those were the four. Different. He could have played, actually, you know, you know what I would have done? Tell me. I would have kept Alba, Digne, and Mina the same. I would have moved Berto to midfield and put Semedo right back. And instead, uh-huh. instead of playing that for the formation play today, I don't even know what it was. I would have played a four three one two with a diamond, a diamond, not a diamond, but more flatter. Also, I would have had Busquets be the one to drop back and defense more instead of instead Rakitic. of Raki, because Raki's better further up the pitch. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I would have had um, I, I would have in the midfield be I would have I think it was right to bench him yes to rest him. I would have had Busquets. He did come back. on. He did, and he looked pretty good. Um, Busquets, Rakitic, and Berto in the middle. With Coutinho the number ten, and then Messi and Suarez up front. I think I like Paco as a backup. I think he should not have been starting today. But I think Valverde is getting to the point, so getting to the stage where at least for now he deserves pretty much full trust. Mm-hmm. Lucho, as much as I liked him much more than most Barca fans did, but I think he never at any point tactically or deserved full trust because I think he just was not clueless. But for this level, I think it was kind of clueless tactically. That's an interesting point you you raise about deserving I, full trust. Can yeah. I just ask you um, what do you know, if anything, about um, the players on Barca? And well, I'm talking about the, the fans, but from the players. Oh, 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 oh. Well, the, um, I think the players the players like Valverde more. I'm not sure. Some players, I think that Luis Enrique is known the one that he did really well is he managed his players well. He almost had a mutiny after the Sociedad defeat in the first year when we won the treble, but he turned everything around. I think some players didn't like him. Neymar, um, I think he hated Unzue, the assistant. They had some big fights about Neymar's parting life. So I know the one who I've mentioned who hated Lucho more than anything is Jordi Alba. But I think overall, and he didn't. He played a lot less under. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, and if you look, if as it turned out, Jordi Alba's probably been the best left back in the world this season. I'm not saying he's the best left back in the world. I'm saying this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but let but me ask, let me ask you this. I think then. overall they like. Valverde well, let me more. just ask you as a fan then. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard to divorce the fact that they're undefeated in La Liga. Yeah. <laughs> and one overall loss since the since Super Copa. Right. It's hard to divorce that fact. It's hard to divorce the record from performance because obviously— We've been playing well lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, do you do most other um, Barca fans who were skeptical of Valverde coming in, um, have they been won over? or is this, Yes, yeah. yes, fully. Mm-hmm. Fully, all of them. Most. What of about them. your friends at the Pena who were the most anti-Valverde coming in? That they Mars is a big one. I think he's probably listening. He'll be listening to this. And um, to what degree? Yeah, okay, I, Mars. I think, I'll, Mars, I'll talk to you as if you're here. Mars, and you can answer for him, Zaman. Mars, um, are you willing to say right now that you were wrong about Valverde? Mars posing, Solomon posing as Mars. What's your answer? Wrong is. Like I admit, I I hate. For example, Paulinho. I did not want Paulinho, mm. and I admit I was wrong in that. 
Valverde. Wait, are you being Solomon now or Mars? Solomon. Wow. Oh, I want you to be Mars. Well, well, I don't know. Who I'm Mars happy thinks. to. I'm happy I'll, to hear you Solomon. say. I'm happy to hear you say you were wrong as Solomon. I'm yeah, but with you. but with Valverde, I wasn't fully against him. I I thought he'd work out fine and be mediocre, but. I thought he wasn't a bad choice. I thought he wasn't the best available. I think player uh, manager like Maurizio Sarri from Napoli is going to come up, or Jardim from Monaco, or even Sampioli at the time Sevilla would have been better choices. But right now, I admit I was wrong. And Valverde has been great. Great. It's so early. We're not even done with his first season. Let me ask you a separate question. Um, how much do you believe the manager matters to a team? And then extend your answer into how much the leader of any organization, especially a leader who's a non-performing leader, because yeah. the manager isn't playing, how much does a leader manager to an institution? I think in football it matters a lot. I think I think it's not just a manager, I think it's his team, his backroom staff. I think you have a set, besides tactics, which are hugely important, you have a set way of the way you want players to behave, how to conduct themselves, how to think, how to how to carry themselves. It's the general direction you want the club to go in. I think, of course, tactically is the most important part, but I think it also man management is one of the most important parts, how players interact with each other, because I think if you have a manager who's very divisive, such as Mourinho at Man United or Van Hall at Man United or anyone who's not Sir Alex Ferguson at Man United, <laughs> the players will start to turn on each other. Well, if you have a unifying figure such as Valverde and at times Luis Enrique, I think the players will just start to gather around this common cause. Let me ask you a question, though. Your favorite manager of all time, Pep Guardiola. Mm. Um, He's not my favorite of all time. In my lifetime. Who's your favorite of all time? Johan Cruyff. Ah. Um, but Pep... Um, he doesn't try to get his players to love him. He he tries to get them to respect him, which he usually does. If he, if you don't respect him, um, or he doesn't think you're on board, you will be out. Which the big example is Zlatan, right? Um, but no, he's not. It's not about loving him. It's about loving his philosophy and his way and buying into that. Mm-hmm. His perfect football philosophy, which usually does a very good job getting players to buy into. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. I, let me ask you the second part of the earlier question, which is. The leader of an organization, especially, you know, let's say a CEO of a company, they're not, I mean, they do a lot more than like, well, it's hard to say. Managers can't play, but they do a lot. A CEO doesn't make every deal, make think, every decision, but they do a lot. A president of a country. I, I, the example I want to give is a president. I think it's, I don't know how much the president impacts day to day life for many people. I think their policies can, in one way or another, make a huge impact. Um, I think um, one thing, I once read a book. It was a kid's book. Do you remember the kid ran for president? That yeah, book? Yeah. It's a great book. It, it was a stupid book, but it was an amazing, <laughs> really interesting book that made me think when I was like eight. Um, it said the president is like the nation's cheerleader in a way, mm-hmm. which I see. I think the, the president, for example, it's an impact of how people feel in the country. Yeah. Like Trump, people are much more divisive and much more divided, much more eager. To be offended or fight someone about something, mm-hmm. or and they're much more on edge. With Obama, I feel, and I'm not trying to take any political stances here. <laughs> With Obama, I feel, for example, it was a more it was a more serene state of being in the country. Well, uh, and I'm, I'm just I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not even trying to say I'm not trying to promote anything necessarily. But I'm just saying it's just how a leader can affect. It's not mm-hmm. all as much about results, it's about the the state of 
feeling of an right. organization no. or a people. I see what you're saying. I mean, um, Obama's style was, I mean, he was called No Drama Obama for a reason. I mean, that was, he he really- Did they call him that? Did you just make that up? No, I didn't make it up. I wish. It's a good name. Um, so I agree with you. On the other hand, your your view of- It's distorted. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't say distorted. I would say biased. Bias. Just because everybody's got I'm a bias. I'm a very biased person. But, it's, but as long as you recognize it, because there were a lot of people during those eight years that thought it wasn't at all serene. Yeah. Obviously, that's how- you know, Trump got elected. Was uh, there was a big movement that thought, "Wow, this is the opposite of uh, the kind of serenity." Mm. Anyway, I just think it's an interesting idea to play with the notion of how much leadership matters. Because in sports, man, you see they buy into the leadership, uh, you know, correlation so yeah. much. I think I, it's unbelievable. I th- military, for example, too. Right. And also in schools and colleges, the principal or the head of school or the administrator yeah. can really have a large impact, negative or positive, yeah. on the feel of a place. Indeed. Well, should we get back to some footy? We should. All right. So Barca, we covered Madrid, beat Sociedad 5-2. Ronaldo Hattrick. Guys, I was wrong. Messi's a midget who can't do anything, and Ronaldo's the best player of all time. <laughs> Lucas Vasquez scored, in Madrid for the first, scored for Madrid in the first minute, as well as a Tony Cruz goal. Um, they're getting better and better. They're, they're not going to win the league, mm-hmm. but they they could come back and win the Champions League. Their mm-hmm. season's not over. Yeah. I think Neymar might finish them though. PSG. So you're you're pulling for PSG against Real Madrid. I think so because I hate Madrid more than anything. But I feel like, be honestly, PSG's. More, I don't. Know, I think Madrid's more of a threat. Honestly, I think in a knockout game against us. I'd Do you think if you had if life had gone a little bit different and you had become a Real Madrid fan instead of a Barca fan, would you hate Barca as much? As you hate Real Madrid now, possibly. I from a new. If I was neutral, I feel like Barca is less hateable because Barca doesn't have a history of fascism and corruption. Other than that, though, there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Also, Barca does their philosophy of playing good football with youth players. Uh, Again, that may they have your, deviated from the youth players part. Maybe your bias. It may. Yep. All right. Um, Atletico beats Malaga one 0 Another first minute goal. This one for Griezmann. They're first minute. Yeah. They're improving, but they're also out of the title race. They are. Yeah. How many points? Oh no, they're not. They're only I, I don't, seven. I don't think they can. They could seven points. Aren't seven, they? but I don't think they have much. Uh, what's happening with the Griezmann to Barca or elsewhere rumors in the summer? I think that was. I don't. I think that was rumors. I hope that was a rumor. But you don't want him because why? He's good, but we can't afford him. He's not gonna. Where would he play? Mm. Griezmann, Dembele, Coutinho, mm-hmm. and with. Messi, yeah. The Premier League, City, one of the best teams in the world, second best after Barca, I'd say. Beats Leicester 5-1. Mares makes his post-winner transfer window debut hmm. after being benched after trying to force a move to Man City. Wow. City wanted him. Leicester How'd he do? Him, yeah. He came off the bench. He, um, he did fine, I think. I said, lost 5-1. De Bruyne is really one of the best you fielders in the world. Yeah, he had three assists. Aguero had four goals. You would like De Bruyne to be your father, wouldn't you? Although he's not old It's enough. not that I want him, it's I wouldn't want you. Mm. I'm kidding. I love you, Steven. <laughs> uh, he's unbelievable. I would take him at Barca. Mm-hmm. You sure would. Um, yeah. uh, Tottenham beats Arsenal 1-0. Wait, who scored Man City? Force Aguero, I said, and one Sterling. Holy cow. Yeah, and Vardy for Leicester. Oh. He's still good. Yeah. Jamie Vardy. Um, <laughs> Tottenham beats Arsenal 1-0, North London Derby. Mm-hmm. Harry Kane is one of the best players. Where was that match? That was at Wembley, which I think set a record. So, I don't know how many for big, largest Premier League attendance. Really? So the curse seems to be subsided. Spurs are doing much better at Wembley than they did at the beginning. Yeah, they're yes. fifth. I think. Yeah, okay. I think they would have been higher if they were at White Hart Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Arsenal has a long way to go technically and mentally. They're too inconsistent. On paper, they need a new a central defender and a midfielder, I think, to really compete for the title. But I think they need more mental strength. And honestly, they need a new manager. I'm not going to stop saying If it. you were an Arsenal supporter, how would yeah. you cope? A lot of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I, I don't want to think about it if my right. life is that unfortunate. Right. Um, Newcastle beats United 1-0 at St. James's Park, Newcastle Stadium. Fun fact. Jose Mourinho has ever won in the Premier League at St. James. How many times he played there? I'd say probably close to ten. If not really? 10. Yeah. What's the story? Newcastle is a hard team to beat mm. at home. Southampton beats their their Liverpool beats their academy team. Southampton two now. <laughs> Do you get that joke? I think so. Meaning Liverpool gets all their players from Southampton. A lot of players like who? Van Dijk, Lallana, Lovren. Uh, Lambert a while back. Only players with L? Uh, Van Dyke. Uh, and um, V. Yeah, I'm trying to th- they're, they're definitely way more. I can't believe they can. Uh, Mane, a lot. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely more that I can't believe. Enough, and so is that right a now. case where Southampton just doesn't want to uh, spend or they can't spend to keep? Yeah, I'd say so. They replaced them well, though. Hey, you know who I heard from? Who? Well, um, I, I'm acquaintances, I'm happy to say, with the guy who owns the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Huh. Uh, Jed York, um, we met. I don't remember some through some Freakonomics thing. Anyway, we, we stay in touch a little <laughs> bit, and uh, I hadn't I had corresponded with him for a long time. But man, has his team undergone the most Oof. amazing uh, renaissance? People don't like him. No, they don't like. Well, you know, I think, I think, I think right? they didn't like him because the team went from being. I mean, historically, a outside very good of 49ers team. fans. Yeah, I don't know. I, there was the Kaepernick controversy. And then there was also he was firing coaches like two a year. Yeah. But then he, um, again, this is interesting talking about leadership and how much it really matters. He hired John Lynch as what's it called the general manager? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? And the coach is Shanahan, young Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. But it still didn't turn around until they got Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's now the highest paid player in NFL history. I, I think, think it's a hundred thirty some million for five years. I don't know. Well, you think his value to them, but. I don't know if it's stupid. Um, we'll find out. I mean, he's. Yeah. A, what did he win? His first five? Was it his first five? Something. Or six? They and, ended well. and the 49ers had not won any games. And then, do you, so, don't you want the one draft pick at that point, though? Or, no? or do you want to win? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, well, I think you want to have a good long term team. Anyway, I'm excited yeah. to see. It's just an interesting turnaround yeah. story. So I'm really interested to see. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll try to get Jed on, uh, mm-hmm. on this show or Freakonomics and, uh, and talk about it. Yeah, that'll be fun. Other scores before we go. Please. Fiorentina beat, loses 2 0 to Juventus. Bayern beats 2 1 to Shock. Bayern beats Shock 2 1. Napoli beats Lazio 4 1. I want to talk about Maurizio Sari, who I've read and I've watched and I've concluded through other people's opinions, which have helped me form my own. <laughs> that he, their manager, Maurizio Sari, is one of the best managers in the world. Because? If you look, he inherited a team in a terrible state with a crazy owner and Aurelio Di Laurentius. Yeah. He's turning them around to. They could win Serie A this year. Their first place, a point above Juve. Hmm. They're playing great football with great players, and I think, I think if he was coaching in England or Spain at a big bigger club there, I think the biggest clubs would be looking at him in uh-huh. England and Spain. So, Serie A used to be that yeah, kind of league in until, like the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, early two thousand. So, how many? Um, how is, is Serie A where? 
clubs still go to look for the next up and coming managers, or is it not? Really? I think it just depends league to league. I think a lot of it will be Spanish always. Who's the last uh, kind of low profile um, manager from outside the Prem who was hired into the Prem? At a big club or in general? Um, well, the Claude Puel coming to Southampton, mm-hmm. I think, is where he went. Mm hmm. Um, from Alaves last year, mm-hmm. but he's been fired. Uh. But he's at Leicester. Uh. Well, I think he was at he was hired to Southampton this year. If I was wrong, it's going to bother me all day. Does England have any kind of uh, they can't I guess um, quota on English managers in the league? That wouldn't be fair no. from team to team. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he, oh no, he was at Nice and then Southampton. No. I'm trying to think. Pellegrino went from Alaves to I want to say Watford, and he was fired. Mm-hmm. What about young German managers? I guess there's, there's this Klopp. There's this guy David Wagner or Wagner. Mm-hmm. Who, he's all he's part American. He's being mooted. I love that word as a potential U.S. He's being mooted. Yeah, you don't know that word. No, like talked about like quietly. How do you, how do you, uh, is that like, what that means? Qu- or talked about uh, is a real word. Mm-hmm. As the um, pet, oh no, and Mauricio Pellegrino went to Southampton. Also, just to clear that up. Um, Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. He's being talked about as potential U.S. next U.S. M&T boss, who Ooh. I think we still don't have. I forgot. A manager. Yeah. Yeah. And was the vote, uh, the vote is done? Yeah, the Carlos director? Cordero one. I don't know much. I have much opinion. I'm going to read more. And well, you need to read more. And also, should we try to get him on the show? I think we should. I think we should. I can, think we should. Can you start typing that email as soon as we get off? Already did. All right, nice. Um, what was I going to say? Can I just ask you one other question? Yeah. What in the world of footy are you most looking forward to over these coming days, weeks, months? Because for you, Champions there's a League. lot. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to MLS season, but not that. Hugely much. Uh huh. This will be. This should but, be David Villa's last season. It will be. Presumably. Let me finish my train of thought, though, please, sir. Please. What's you? What were we talking about before? Um. What are you looking forward to? Champions League? No, before that, mm. we're talking about manager. Oh, David Nagel or Julian Nagelsmann on Hoffenheim. It's a great young manager. I think he's going to Bayern Munich at the end of this year. Um, Oscar Garcia is another guy. Uh, former Barca guy, I think he's at Red Bull Salzburg. He's a potential Barca boss. Mm-hmm. So I like exciting young managers. All right, so Salo, uh, in terms of most looking forward to Champions League, Copa del Rey, final, MLS, anything else? So uh, Barca winning the treble inevitably, as I know. Yeah, we, we've locked up the treble. So you didn't even mention the World there. Cup. Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Of course the world <laughs> Maybe it's not. Maybe it's no, not it's something you're not so not looking forward near. to. It's not as yeah. close up. Well, there's a lot to get there. You know, it's one of the best things about the sport. It just like doesn't stop. It does not stop. It does not stop. All right, Solomon. So on that note, let's wrap it up. So I have a good ending. It's not something we talked about, but it's something that happens next week when Barca plays Chelsea in the Champions League. Okay, yeah. At Stamford Bridge, Barca will beat Chelsea black and blue. <laughs> It's not footy for one, it's footy for two. Nice talking to you.